Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Good evening, dear listeners, and welcome to the next episode of Lorehammer Listen War, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hello again, everyone, and this is Gerald joining with Rayway and helping Mark to read everyone's listener lore. Fun, fun. It's just always fun doing this. Great time, and I do not regret Mark asking us to do this once. This has been this has been fantastic. I'm glad we're doing this. Yes. Although, did he really ask, or did we just, you know, decide to help? Eh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> That's my story, at least. <laughs> That's what I'm telling the feds when they start asking questions. <laughs> no, no, you see, officer, Mark willingly wanted to be tied up and thrown in the closet while we took over at Blister Lore. Totally consensual. Eric and Christian made us do it. <laughs> Don't tell them. I'm trying. I'm still trying to hide the bribes. <laughs> so why are my bribes covered in eggs and chicken feathers? <laughs> my bribes are chicken feathers. Ah. All right. So you ready to read today's? Uh, Listener lore, Gerald. Oh, I am very excited for this one. And why are we excited today? Because Necron Supremacy, baby! Necron Supremacy, air horns go! Me, me, me! We have ourselves a nice little uh, Necron Dynasty, written by one Adam. So, this ought to be very fun. Um... Let's see here. Oh, I got the email pulled up. You want to want me to read the forward? For sure. I'll open the word document. You can go with the forward. All right. While you're doing that, let's get this baby rolling. <clears throat> hey guys, my Necron army. I started because here's my Necron army. I started because of you lot, and now I've started my own lore for them again because of you lot again. <laughs> like you have to sh- uh, stop influencing my life. I don't want to join your cult of the forearmed emperor. Uh, dot dot dot. Eyes, eyes, eyes. Oh, that's cool. They're just jumping into your new lives. Sure, I'll jump into the mall and meet the Emperor. 
<laughs> I love the Gene Stiller references. Oops. Attaches my lore starting from a crusade game I had just in the I've had just in the easing of lockdown. Okay, so this was this wasn't that long ago. Yeah, this is, this was sent in last year. Okay. Uh the lore will be written alongside my my crusade game and the games will guide the lore. I've tried to do Imperial View and then Necron View view yeah and then necrons view hope it reads well and here's some pictures of my necrons just to get more attention you know how so you know how it works he picks his payment upon hearing my lore on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) also sorry not sorry it's like a short story so mark you might not want to read this one because two reasons one i'm dyslexic so spelling and grammar is defo wrong and two (laughs) i tried to sound clever and did a joey and use a thesaurus for certain small words to make them big words. Wink. Ha ha. <laughs> I'm cur- <laughs> I like this guy. I'm currently on the Yanari. I've been listening to you guys from the beginning, so I can catch up considering I only found you guys out a few months back. I'd say I have no life getting... <clears throat> I'd say I have no life getting to episode 94, including the bonus episodes, minus the RPG, saving that for a rainy day. Hope you guys have been well during the lockdown and you finally get a decent enough assassin to kill Christian. <laughs> if not, I know a guy that knows a guy that knows a girl. <laughs> Hope you're all good, Adam. There's no way lockdown happened and the end Warhammer and Lorehammer was at episode 94. There's no fucking way. No. That's, that seems like so long ago. It all feels like ages ago. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like lockdown happened so long ago. <laughs> it really did. Well, the, it, the, the thing is, it didn't really feel like a lockdown for, for, at least for me, because unfortunately, I'm a healthcare worker. We still have to work in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, I never had a home vacation. <laughs> uh, uh. All right. Are we ready? Fun times, fun times. Okay, that's been the forward, so let's get to reading this Necron stuff. Alright. <clears throat> Oryx Awakens. Fuck yeah, I love Oryx, but this isn't going to be the same Oryx, so. <laughs> <laughs> in a dark, dark millennium, in a dark, dark galaxy, in a dark, dark system, in the dark, dark pariah nexus on a dark, dark planet slumbers the dark, dark glow of a tomb world. <laughs> Ross, if you know where that intro is from, double smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> Homie writes with emojis too. Fuck yeah. All right. Emoji supremacy. <laughs> I mean, he has a Necron. Necrons do talk in emojis. It yes, is canon. Yes, they do. <laughs> this is known. <laughs> All right. Serious face, serious face. Okay. On the outliner system of Ramesses, yeah, Ramesses, on the edge of the Prime Nexus, is where Phil Artos Re, a small forge world, is located, said to be the first destroyed during the Great Crusade. It actually appears the Nexus had been interfering with communicating. However, the populace of or Taurus Re have been making weapons for the Imperium ammunition and stockpiling them into their underground factorum. Recently, as the Pranex has increased in size and interference, the recent Imperium scans of the location exploratory fleets 
seem to have finally started to pick up the request for aid from Artos Rui. Reports were picked up by Long Range Communique of the Paramosis 11th Guard Regiment due to their recent action against the an infiltration of Genesteer cultists were currently out of action due to heavy losses and repairs. The Master of Vox was instructed to give the information to the Astropaths to broadcast for rapid response. The Astropathic communications were picked up by the Ecclesiarchy who had who had a force nearby and were met and were meant to be providing the good word to the Emperor to the Tau. The plot armor has saved them again? <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> all right i respect that plot armor for the town i mean they have shields mm-hmm. shields plot armor they have a named character yeah, uh-oh and some of them are starting to take their helmets off oh no oh no <laughs> some of them might even have more than one name <gasps> gasp or two lines of dialogue. <laughs> oh, man. Rip the towel. Rip the towel. Pour one out from my blue skinned homies. Rip. Oh, sorry. All right. The Astropath informed the missionary of the message, which read Imperium Plant B. Artos Re is suffering from planet wide sickness potential, warp corruption, populace has mass skin sores, and loss of teeth. The heavy mist has beset quadrant eight through ten, through ten and is expanding. We require immediate assistance. Upon hearing this urgent news, the missionary led his crusade away from being the holy elimination, from being the holy elimination of the god emperor from the Tau infested fourth sphere, and instead set course to bring back the Artos Re back into the folds of the Imperium. He suspected it was under assault from Nurgle's gifts and was keen to prove himself against this plague. Now en route to fill Artos Reed, the situation was getting worse. The missionaries have all had already prepared his crusader honor guard and planned to investigate the mists with his flagrant and pen, wait, penitent engines purging the planet of any and all chaos taints. Within the mist of feet Artos Re, also known as Oryx by the Ancient Ones, within the mists also known as the Shroud Defense System, which had been activated by the increased scans and probing by the Imperium. Deep within the depths of feet Artos Re, covered by the sands of time and rocky terrain, is an ancient city small in number but advanced beyond current technology known to the Imperium. The creatures that lurk in this city have recently awoken from their hibernation of millennium. A dull blue glow resonates from joints and what appears to be eyes. No reports are the same, and no reports are the same. Any citizen that's made it through the shroud and back haven't been alive long enough to report back on what they saw. Crawling over dormant lost technology and drifting through the walls like phantoms in the in the night, the creatures are repairing the city for in, for the inhabitants again. The silence of the city is broken by scuttling noises and the humming of ancient technology stirring up. <clears throat> you want to take over, Jill? Sure. These creatures of blue glow are never sleeping and work and working constantly to reawaken the broken technologies of this fringe world. Looted by speed cult orcs millennia ago, these creatures are trained almost, almost programmed to destroy bikes and infantry with efficiency. 
These creatures of blue glow have passed on their knowledge of combat onto their masters, who still slumber within the city of Oryx. One stasis pod had started to release its seals due to the new threats bearing down on the city. Within this pod, a mass mist is slowly uh, releasing through the pod. <clears throat> Meanwhile, deep within the city, down within, yeah, deep within the city, within its own a master program within what can be described as a computer, it has decided that it's time. The trout has expanded and it's time for expansion of the dead city. It sent out one command or one command orcs awaken. The pods, the creatures are crawling over the, the pods, bleh. pods, the creatures are crawling over the mists are thickening through the pod. Two bright blue glares shine through the mist. The pod cracks open slightly, and a skeletal metallic figure wraps around the edge of the pods and creaks open. After sustaining damage from the orcs, raids, and pods, the pod's automated opening sequence had to be manually overridden. Stepping through the mists, a metallic foot attached to a metallic leg, some kind of bionics, out out of the pod and in clear view, a metallic body with blue glow slowly getting of a blue glow slowly getting brighter stands a figure in a long metallic waving cloak a technomancer of oryx recalling in his programming with the technomancer's commands the canoptic wraiths and scarabs to begin their work awakening what remains of the tomb world oryx's outer city he recalls upon the last invasion of the tomb world green skin filth that wanted more technology to go fast this enemy he is prepared for after his invention of the shroud extending a shield around the city, expanding the, as the tomb world awakens, protecting those within the shroud. This time, with the protection of the shroud, the technomancer is not solely relying upon his advanced canoptic creatures. He's, intimate, he's initiated the master programming to awaken the full force of the tomb world. After the orcs raided part of the outer city are still in disrepair, this left corruption in the master programming, releasing a destructive virus upon part of the city. Not to mention parts of the city have been breached and blocked off due to terror friction. The minimal forces available to this part of the city will have to hold off the incoming invasion and take back the planet of Phi Artis Re, or as they know it, Oryx. The tech- Technomancer has reawakened the Lord that is the caretaker of the outer cities of this tomb world. The static pods for him and his personal guard were almost lost in the orcs' invasion. The pods have since mu- <clears throat> mutated and changed into an unrecognizable shape. The destroyer virus has seeped into the Lord's programming and his guard. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Exiting their pods, not a skeletal shape, but instead a long metallic limb scythe like, like in shape. Long knife pointed claws rip open the stasis pod and slicing with his massive blade the size of a space marine fused to his arm, glowing blue energy. The Technomancer stirs up the full power of the plasma nuclear generators. With, with this, the blue nuclear power with, within every Necron creature belonging to Oryx. Beam, beam bright, bah, dang it. The Oryx <laughs> beam brighter, making the city's dull They'll glow a blip on the Necron Celestial Orrery as a lost tomb world awakening and potential new dynasty call dynasty call treaties. With this new surge of energy within the within the outer surge, outer city has awoken what remains of Oryx's warriors. During the Orc raids, many warriors were lost due to due to Orc looting and destroying the city's infrastructure. Although Oryx's warriors are depleted, there is still a surplus of immortals. With his awakening, the army, uh, with his with his awakening army, the new destroyer lord and his technomancer are mobilizing in defense of the city. Now on planet, the missionary can feel the sickness of Phi Artis Re and prepare his forces to advance into the mists and purge the taint from the planet. With his forces in formation and his assassins successfully infiltrated ahead of them, the flagellants pushed through the mists' first arc. The mist first arc flared up with pain and com- combat stems, some of them succumbing to the madness and pain ceiling over in death. Their blood and bodies will used to be purged, be used to purge the taint of chaos from this planet. Pushing forward the rest of the forces from find the yeah. pushing forward the rest of the forces find the remains of a ruined hive using the walls and ruins as cover to push through the missionary. To push through the missionary thinks he sees a shadow moving in the distance instead of fear. He felt veal and recites the verses of the Imperial Creed to inspire his foes. Man. Tongue twister. (laughs) You want to take back over? (laughs) Give me a second. Hang on. Drop my phone. Okay, hang on. Okay, where'd you leave off? You left off at like right at the end of the third page, like the last couple of paragraphs. 
Now with the defense of the Tomb City activated, that's where it's at. Fucking phone, hang on. It fucking put me on something else. Hang on. Ah. <laughs> Darn it, Rayway's phone. How dare you? Technical mm-hmm. difficulties. You fucking the defense of cities. Alright. Now with the defense of the tomb city activated, the armies available to the outer city are under the command of the Lord. Tell it Kybier are mobilizing the kill and destroy all life of the evaders. The virus in his code seems to have made his and his honor guard more violent. The advanced technology of Oryx have provided the locations and numbers of the invading forces, relying on the on this information to the command structure of Oryx's defense and armies. Tell El Kabir uses this information to form formations for his vanguard force, proceeding to the to the engage the enemy. Tell El Kabir selected his defense line between Irish, a small outpost city of Oryx that leads to the surface, and an old ruined hive city. He has calculated that his forces arrive, so so should the enemy meaning, he won't have to wait to start the killing. Now filled with via, now filled with zeal from the missionary's words of the emperor, his forces advance to the mist, preparing for the forces of chaos. Blue glows are seen flickering in the mists, leveling their Tesla carbines towards the flagellant, towards the flagellants and the immortals prepare to fire. As soon as their targeting programs confirm the optimal range. Ignoring the blue glows in the distance, the missionaries' forces gain more ground, certain that they are close to uncovering the taint of chaos. With his penitent engines on the right flank, on the left flank, wait, hang on. With his penitent engines on his right flank, on the left, his his sacrosancts, his honor guard to by his side, and the hordes of flagellants in front of him, the assassins hidden within the ruins and mist prepare to strike. Two bright blue glows were visible to the penitent engines. This kicked in their pain stems and they charged. Upon seeing five bolts of many charged energy came hurling towards the mist, towards the flagellants, hitting the first ranks. Chaining through them, laying low almost all in the middle rank. And so the battle of Fi Artos Re, or as the ancients know it, Oryx begins. All right. Interesting. All right. And- Initial thoughts. Um, I think he said this was based off of a crusade campaign that he'd done. So interesting. I love it when I love it when uh uh you know the way a game uh a game goes influences the lore that goes along with it. And I always find that really cool. Yes, yes, yes. I also agree. I think that's a little bit funny because like the roll of the dice can change everything. Oh yeah. Because at, at the end of the day, your army can be like the most badass OP army, like, you know, custodies, harlequins, you know, stuff like that. But then you're still at the mercy of the dice roll. Yes. I keep pulling snake eyes. I, I heard a story one time of like a dude had a custode army. and It was like the best decked out uh, list he could have made. And he's fighting against, was it Plague Marines? Plague Marines. Both players ended up rolling Snake Eyes so bad nobody uh, took any damage, and the game lasted way, way, way too long. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. Um, what are your thoughts on the mist in quotation marks? I think it's a pretty interesting uh, 
pretty interesting concept. The uh, something that's basically meant to per, you know, something that's meant to protect like the main city of this, what was essentially a tomb world before it got turned into a hive world. Um, yeah, it gives off that. Uh, it gives off that creepy necropolis vibe that you see in like a bunch of, uh, you know, that you see in much like, you know, horror movies and horror shows or whatnot. And, um, Oh, the dude, Adam, uh, actually posted some, uh, attached some pictures of his Necron army and they look pretty cool. It's like a, uh, kind of like that icy blue white Walker glow, uh, with a lot of his units, and he even painted up the uh, the Silent King model with that similar scheme. It looks really it looks really cool. Something that you'd, you that you could see as a uh, something that you could see as a uh, old ancient necropolis, essentially. Yes, yes, what about yes. You? Um. I really like the idea of it. I like the idea that this mist seems almost like supernatural or ethereal because like that's what it looked like to anyone else. But to the next one, it's like, oh, this is just a really advanced shield that we have. And you people are just too primitive to like understand. But I think that really fits Necrons really well when it's when you play up their technology as almost being like indescribably advanced. Like you can almost like not comprehend their advance at this point. You just like you almost you almost want to believe it's superstition, or you you almost want to believe it's like supernatural, because that seems more believable than like the actual like technological explanation of it. Mm-hmm. And that's basically like for all you sci-fi nerds out there, that's like Clark's third law of science science fiction. Yeah, third law. And for those that don't know, that basically just means any scientific technology that is sufficiently advanced is indistinguishable from magic to a uh, to someone more primitive. Yes. So I like it. I thought it was fun. Really the cool. The grammar stuff. was a little difficult to read, though. If I'm going to be totally honest. Yeah, yeah, but he did it. He did admit he's dyslexic, so spelling and grammar was a bit of a challenge. But for what? But for you know, for what you did, from what you know, we were able to glean from it, it's still interesting. Of course, I like my Necrons, <laughs> so I'm always willing to willing to give the story a read. Yes, I enjoyed too. I also liked how the sister just ran into a total like suicide gun line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how this turned into it was like an imperial. It was like an imperial army. Then they think they're fighting chaos. But no, it was it was the it was the Necrons the whole time. So that's 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 interesting. It's just like you're going in thinking you're you're going to be fighting one faction, and then it just turns into some a completely different one. Yes, I mean I could see the sisters like going as the Necrons be a total like opposite of what they should be fighting because you have soulless automatons that can rip the souls out of your body, fighting like. Men's with guns whose faith is so strong and they can come back to life. Yeah, that's an interesting. That's an inter- interesting setup. Any kind of, I know you can make any kind of any kind of pair up between different factions work in 40k and just and it's just it's awesome. Yes. 
But I don't think I got anything else to comment. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, if you have more lore about your Oryx uh, or about the city of Oryx, uh, be sure to send it in and keep sending more pictures because what we have, what you have here, is awesome. Um, let's see here. He actually also uh, sent in a couple of uh, rules that he created. Uh, I'm not well versed in the actual tabletop stuff, so I probably wouldn't be a good one to read these. But uh, I mean, you can read them, and I can say if I think they're good or not. But okay, well, okay. Here's here's one of them. Uh, ancient dynasties, dynastic traditions, rad wreaths. Hailing as they do from tomb worlds long long bombarded by the cosmic energies, the soldiery of this dynasty have become saturated with spectra of lethal radiation. Foes who draw too close uh, soon discover this to their cost. Units with this code have the following ability. Rad wreathed aura. While an enemy unit, excluding vehicle units, is within, is within one inch of this unit, subtract one from the toughness characteristic of models in that enemy unit. I mean, it's not awful. I actually I like that one for like theme purposes. But yeah. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and here's the other one. Uh ancient I see circumstance of awakening. Arise against the interlopers. This world was awakened by the presence of an incautious intruders. Affronted, the risen legions seek to exact vengeance and make bloody examples at close quarters. Each time a model with this code makes a melee attack against an infantry or biker unit, an unmodified hit roll of six automatically wounds a target. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, and he's playing like sisters and orcs. So he's playing like sisters and orcs. So mm-hmm. a lot of infantry. <laughs> a lot of infantry and that and they're then the lore stated a couple of times that they've been hit by biker units, so they've gotten really good at killing biker units. Yeah. So that's the two rules that he sent in for his army, which now I know a little bit more about the tabletop. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I thought those are good rules. Those are good thematic rules. I like them. Very thematic. But I think that's all I have. Same. All right. Well, if you have anything else that you'd like that uh, you'd like to uh, have read, dear listeners, please be sure to email and submit to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And somebody will read it. I don't know if it'll be Ray, me, or Mark, or whoever. The possibilities are endless. Be there. Indeed, indeed. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.